For today's episode, August 9th, 2017, we preview our SummerSlam preview episode by not talking about SummerSlam at all. Wait, preview of a preview? Oh yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like anything. Doesn't it though? We also ignore the only listener feedback we ever get. Thanks, Steve R. We're going to take a look at what we thought were the highs and the lows from the past week, and we do Ronda Rousey. <laughs> and not like that! Dave, you got anything? Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, well put. So I guess it's time to eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. Step three starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. It is episode eight. It is episode 888 of Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat, the only, first and only FM 99 WNOR wrestling-based podcast. I am your host and MC for the evening. My name is Eric, and uh, to my left, I have Sean, the Road Warrior Hood. That's me. And to my right, Dave, the Teats of Sugar Taylor. Hello, everybody. That sounds so official. The sh- <laughs> the, 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 Sorry? The, the Teats of Sugar. Yeah, I like that. We'll yeah. try to, yeah. for when you want to go retro. Yes. You know, speak yeah. old Victorian and whatnot. Ah, gotcha. The Duke of Sugar Teats, <laughs> Lord <laughs> Dave Taylor. Uh, and, and this is a, this is an off week. Um, yeah. So we are really prepared. And Super prepared. <laughs> Actually, I, 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 I did put out this morning, hey, yeah. if you have anything for us to talk about, let me know. And then, of course, before we started. <laughs> did he actually respond? Yeah. I just ripped things out of the wall. Why are, wow. you, doing, why are you doing the things that you're doing? I'm amazing. Well, cool. If you know that, then that's I'm good. I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Because <laughs> patch that hole. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it right on that while I'm. Jeez, dude. That's, have you seen me? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like when I'm yeah. walking around. There's just this inherent fee fi fo fum rolling. It, you know, in the it really is. Uh, yeah. Steve R gave us some of his hot takes, and and we're gonna do that too. We're gonna start with with highs and lows, I guess, from this week's Raw and SmackDown. However, before we get to that. Oh, that's right. You need to let us know how we can let people know things like Steve R does. Right. Exactly. Like Steve R, who always does it on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash ESPR99. That's how you find us on there. Twitter at ESPR99 if you want to contact us on there. We do have an email, believe it or not, ESPR at FM99.com. Use it. (laughs) And then then you go to FM99.com right under the media tab. You can see it right there. ESPR WWE Wrestling Podcast. That'll take you to our main page where we have the link to our SoundCloud and our newest daily available episode is always up there. Mm-hmm. So just head on over there. You can listen, subscribe, love. We may have to do some rearranging because I heard that it's a for sure thing now that SoundCloud is going away. I saw that, but I don't uh, know official, official things. I, I heard so. that from somebody this morning that I think is fairly, fairly accurate in, in, in yes. the know as, as they don't say. So, so we'll, so YouTube we go yeah, somewhere. We're going to, we're going to find something, but I mean, we'll make sure our stuff's available no matter what, in some, some way, shape or form. We will shout it from windows and always in the cars we drive. We yes, will actually yes. just take turns standing on the roof with a bullhorn, <laughs> repeating the podcast <laughs> word for word. Oh, it's awful. Yep. Oh, uh, um, so, so highs and lows for the week. We're, we're still a week away from our SummerSlam preview show, but, but the show, the, the card is mostly taking shape. Yeah. Uh, we know a lot of things that, that are going to be happening, and, and we, we want to talk about the, the good stuff and what they did wrong this week. And, and I'm, I'm going to go first since I'm still talking. Um, highlight, <laughs> the highlight of the last month is Braun and Roman in that chair spot. <laughs> I laugh out loud so hard. I watch it on a loop a couple times a day I, ever since it happened. I loved it. It was so perfect. And I'm with you. I laughed out loud when I saw it. So unexpected. It was so good, though. And I never get tired of watching Braun just obliterate Roman. Nope. That that was, yeah, that, that match on Monday and, and just the fact that, you know, 
because you don't expect Roman Reigns to get manhandled by anybody. And here's a guy that in the last couple of weeks, months, has, has just, I don't say have his number, but it's been making me enjoying watching Roman Reigns. Wrestle. He's been handling his man. <laughs> they've they've built him perfectly. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely perfectly. Do you remember when The Undertaker first showed up and he no-sold everything for, yes. like, for like 18 months? Yeah. I, I remember Nothing, that, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's it's obviously not the same no, he's, because he's we, been the wounded monster and right. he's, he's, he's well, had to go lick his wounds. And now, as opposed to when The Undertaker showed up, we kind of believe in a little more sense of realism from the guys. A little bit. There's no way you're going to, you know, be in this horrible, vicious car accident and not be injured. Right. Just, there's no way. <laughs> um, he still has supernatural healing time, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, yeah. but he, and he doesn't no sell everything. But it takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, when they had the ambulance match and, and the fact that, you know, basically Reigns threw him through the Titan Tron and then, like, he just gets back up. You know, it's like a horror movie character that you just can't keep down. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> really well put. It's actually perfect. He's like a Jason or or a, or a Michael Myers or something like that. Because even at Reigns' is like, I was like, really? Like, yeah. Like, I got to, again? I got to do nine more Superman punches? <laughs> Dang. Oh, God. Okay, that... Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That match. That part of Monday when they're on the stage, oh. and, and, you know, and, and it keeps because that I know it's his go-to, but like just have something else. At some point, he's going to have to expand his move set. I mean, that was a problem with Cena for a while, and, and and I don't know if Reigns has that in him, but but damn it, man, can you just can you just stop with like you know relying on that so much? My thing is that I'm fine with him relying on it like in general. I mean, Cena still does the two shoulder blocks, the the, the spin out power bomb, and that moves the doom. It's still yeah. his thing. He still uses it. However, he doesn't do it six times a match back to back. Like I can only name four Roman moves. It's, yeah, it's the spear. Obviously, it's the punch. The, a Samoan drop shows up out of nowhere, and yeah. the drive by. Yeah, yeah. drive by. Yeah, which I was which was great. I, like, he has the the, the turnbuckle clotheslines, which is just he stands there turn clotheslining the guy repeatedly. Which whatever the crowd counts, and Anybody I get can it. Do that. I get it. That's why they do it. <laughs> but there's really nothing else. They, I mean, no, you know what? That's not accurate. He has that, uh, but he hasn't busted it out recently. I think because he's probably been wrestling Braun so much. Is the um, where he? It's like he rolls up the dude schoolboy style oh, and the, lifts him up, power bomb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a fifth. And that's, that's fifth. cool. And I mean, he does have other things, but I think especially in this feud with Braun, they've been limited because totally. he can't do them it's to Braun. Just hit him with but, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and they are good bras, but I, and I think a lot of is because of, of Strowman because because he that guy is just. Most improved wrestler of 2017 by Without far. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Oh, we'll, we'll do our year-end awards uh, at the oh, year Oh, that's end. a good idea. Yeah. yeah that's a great to. idea. Um, and I guess uh, I guess I'll move on to my low light, which okay. I really want it to be a highlight, but man, that Jason Jordan match. <laughs> <laughs> the reaction that a jobber got in... I mean, Toronto is bizarro land, and I love it. Yeah, it's Canada, for Nothing works sake. like it's supposed to there. No, and, but like... It kills me because I was talking to somebody the other day, Janice, and she was saying that, like, well, did they just not not think about it? And I'm like, you're talking about the guys who flipped Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart when they would go there because they knew there was no chance that Bret Hart was going to get booed in Canada. Yeah. And there was no chance they were going to cheer Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's absolutely no chance in today's age that an indie wrestler from Canada, from, you know, <laughs> it's his hometown, yep. and who has a very French Canadian sounding name, is going to get booed. Over the Mr. America, almost cheesy, smiling, uh, uh, all-American wrestler guy. What I'm reading, and this is this is just straight from Reddit, somebody quoting Dave Meltzer on his show. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the plan was that he was going to get booed because he's from Quebec. The wrong part of Canada. Oh, shut up. They're still going to well, cheer yeah, was for him. The show, was the show Montreal, Toronto? What, what, Toronto. I, thought I think it was two nights in a row in Toronto. Okay, okay. Well, I thought SmackDown was in Toronto. Okay. If you, do, if you try that same thing here. Yeah. 
And you know, it's it, like we're, we're not going to boo a guy from North Carolina. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's what they're banking exactly. On. <laughs> like we're we're not going to boo a dude because he hails from California. Just because you know, and it, we're going to cheer for him. He's the hometown guy. He's the uh, home country. <laughs> and, and, and now, years ago, when they had the Rujos and they had Dino mm-hmm. Bravo, mm-hmm. and, and they're from that area, they they would be the ones that it, they would be treated like the good guys. Yeah, because I think Bravo. I think one time maybe gone over Hogan in the match. I'm not sure about that. Or how you bite your uh, tongue, sir? Or, or, or maybe one of the Rougeos or nah, something. I hurt but, his back, brother. We couldn't do do it that way. But that day. but but but, there, but those but that it's set up that way. And I, and I think with this, it's like, well, here we have a Canadian guy. Yeah, we're gonna cheer for our guy and stuff. But it doesn't look good for Jason Jordan for a casual fan <laughs> no. who's watching this going. This is oh, week. Turned on him. This and is I, week three of his push. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping there's something that they're trying to do where it's gonna be. He's gonna turn out to be a real. Blankhead, mm-hmm. um, and we're supposed Watch to not it. like him. Sorry, sorry for the harsh blanks. <laughs> um, but because he, there's something about him. He inherently, and this is only him by himself. When he was a tag team, I was fine with him. But when you get to focus on him, there's something inherently unlikable about him. Okay, I don't know what, and this is just maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. But there's something about his personality that just makes me go, I want to punch you right in the mouth. Well, when Kurt Angle came out of the scene, and there was all this hype, and you thought he was going to be a good guy. Yeah, and, and and then he fought Sean Stasiak meet at uh, Survivor Series. Right, and during the match, because right, the point he was going to be you know this good guy, he comes and is like, "How dare you boo an Olympic competitor?" And then bam, heel turn. The character was great. I mean, Kurt Angle has always been amazing, but just but just he stepped on the gas right there. And maybe that's the same route they're dealing with this. It's very possible. It's yeah. weird that they paired him up with Angle though. Um, because you know, obviously, Angle being cheered. And what do you mean they paired him up? It's his son. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure, yeah. of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why would I ever assume it's not? Um, okay. Uh, if Please. there's one, by the way, just side note: if there's one man who knows his meat, Sugar Teats Dave yeah. Taylor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt him to Burn. say it, but I had to get it in there. Um, in any event, it's one of those things where he could be possibly making that switch. I'm hoping the idea is what I what I'd like to see: Kurt supporting him, Kurt pushing for him to succeed, and this, that, and the other thing. And then this guy starts taking shortcuts. This guy yeah. starts taking, and Kurt's kind of like, "What are you like? like I want eyes, you to, su- yeah, I want you're you to not. succeed, but you're not. You're taking shortcuts. You're not living up to what you could be. And then it becomes, I'd love to see that be the way Kurt comes out of retirement. Uh, I mean, why not uh, with a young guy? Why? Okay. I mean, they talk about a Triple H match, but why not with a guy who has a similar style? They could have an amazing wrestling match. Yeah. And it's a way to build him up, maybe. Because yeah. maybe it's not like, oh, he's just his son and he's going to do these matches or whatever. But he maybe he starts, you know, maybe cheating a little bit. And he's like, oh, you know, but it's like, <laughs> uh, why'd you do that? Why did, why did you, you know, punch him in the throat when you yeah. had him in a headlock or something? Yeah. Or, you know. Why, you know, why, you know, you're raking the eyes when the ref's back's turned. Yeah. You had a handful of tights here. What do you, oh, come on. Bring back the foreign object in the tights. Yes. Oh, please. Oh, roll please. quarters. Oh, make it Kurt's gold medal. <laughs> oh, make it Kurt's gold medal. Just in the nestled tights? in oh. there right next to his oh. junk. That'd be amazing. Uh, That'd be amazing. Okay, still highlights like and it. low lights. Um, <laughs> my highlight, I'm actually going to, I never thought I'd say this after my complaining about the guy recently, but it's Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Uh-huh. I think it is one of the only matches going into SummerSlam that has any real build to it. <laughs> Everything else seems very kind of uh, half half-ass put together mm-hmm. and not really the drama you'd like for these it's supposed to be like their second or third biggest show well second biggest show of the year right yeah. um i i this one actually feels like they're trying because and it's evidenced by the fact that we've had seth trying to patch things up with dean dean's not going for it and then this last time on monday night raw dean ready to patch things up puts out the hand for the shield fist bump thing the crowd lost their minds <laughs> yeah yeah it was a great pop and seth walked away and that was 
awesome because they fought the urge to give it away. They need to do that again next week. I want them to drag this out like we don't see it. We want it so bad, and then at SummerSlam, you can finally have that moment. Don't do it beforehand. Make him wait for the big the big show. Leave something for the show, please. Exactly, yeah. because yeah. otherwise it's just, oh, they're a team again now, and they're going to wrestle. No, leave the moment where they finally unify and actually, in fact, have them team up as a warm-up against anybody, not Sheamus and Cesaro, because that's who they're going to face at SummerSlam, right. presumably. Have them face anybody and have them lose because they can't seem to get on the same page. Mm. I need to see that so there's doubt going into the pay-per-view so when that moment does happen, it's huge. I don't want the belts off Sheamus and Cesaro yet. I don't man. either. I don't yeah. either. But but if they're but if they're going to put those two back together as a team, it's it seems inevitable. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. I, although they could also go a route of they 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 unify together. Sheamus and Cesaro somehow steal it from them, and they can always have this moment after the match where there's a beat down sort of thing going on. Sure. Um, but I think I'm with you. If they do finally get together. There's no way they don't win him eventually mm-hmm. at some point, even if SummerSlam's not it. But that's my highlight for the week. I, I'm, I'm digging how they're building those two, which is great considering what we came off of with Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Please. No, no, more no more Miz with him. No one Miz. No well, one Miz. Well, and that was the thing, too, because he did beat the Miserage in a, in a handicap match. So, like, yeah, I don't know when they're going to get that that loss, you know, as a tag team or whatever right. the hell the team is called. So, yeah, right, we right, need to. Yeah. We, one of them needs to bungle it, just like you know, uh, who was it? it was, I used to always get so mad that Sting had to team with Buff Bagwell before he was Buff yeah. Bagwell because Marcus Alexander was always causing him losses. Yeah, all so the one time. of them needs to be <laughs> like a buffoon. Like Dean is too busy mugging to the crowd and he gets rolled up and, and loses or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not like the Rock and Sock connection because you know, when they got back together and they had the match for WrestleMania, you think, oh, they're going to win. And then right. you know, that and doesn't... Then you know, they lost. And, and that was a shock because yeah. I did not expect that. And then, you know, and then, and then, and the then they, you know, like chuck hands or whatever and then, you know, they were fine. But... I like I don't see this happening at SummerSlam. I mean, they're going to win their match. I would assume. So. I would assume, but well, you know, we'll make those picks next week. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that next week. So, <laughs> so sit on that one for a little while. Uh, my low light. Oh God, my low light. The audacity of WWE oh, no. to give me Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal again. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like I've had to sit through so many matches with these two that have bored me to tears. Mm. And you mm. give me another one. Ah, Thankfully, I, it was the main event, so you could go to bed early. I, but, it, but it's been like that at the pay-per-views, too. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you thinking? Like, they're done with their feud. Come back to this match yeah, Randy, months down the line. Randy just moved on last week. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, yeah. Russo. Literally, move on. Like, move way down. Months down the road. Come back to this match at some point for some reason, you know, for a, for a main event of a show or whatever. And say, then you can sp- talk about how, hey, you know, last year, these guys had huge, huge match. or big had a big feud. They've got a lot of history, this, that, and the other thing. Their history's not stopping. They're still... Yeah. Like, I... I Hey, ah, this hey, is one of the situations. And absence makes the And it doesn't harder. help that's right before SummerSlam that because you, you want to have Ginger looking strong, and, right? And, and now you have him, you know, have this match. And you then, know how you do that? Maybe don't have him have a match every week on TV. Yeah. I'm still one of those people who thinks the champion shouldn't be wrestling all the time. Not all the time. The world champion should not be wrestling all the time. Well, well that was in years ago. You barely saw like I'm the days of like superstars and wrestling challenge. The only time you saw the wrestler, the champion, was cutting a promo or right. setting up an angle. Right. It, yeah. it was very rare. I mean, maybe Randy Savage had a couple of matches, mm-hmm. but like Hogan never did a, a superstars match. Only only like before like WrestleMania, say I say three or four when he had the Orndorff feud and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, they saved it for Saturday night's main event, but and now. 
you know, what's one thing I always like about Brock, but here now you got Ginger every week. You know, Ginger, if he's going to, you know, I mean, be jobbers or something just to kind of something, you know, but don't put him in the matches that he's not going to, you know, with two guys that just don't mesh. I'm still one of those guys. If, if the the guy doesn't have, if especially if it's a bad guy holding the world title, he should absolutely be going out of his way not to wrestle all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He should make it like if that has to be something where the baby face forces him into a corner yeah. where he can't. You haven't defended in 30 days or, or, or goads him into a fight that's not smart on the champion's part. I mean, that needs to be something that happens to force these fights, not just, hey, by the way, tonight we've got the world champion facing the guy he's beat three times already, <laughs> you know, for no reason. That, that makes no sense to me. It doesn't make Jinder look smart or strong. It doesn't make it look like he's all that special to see, which he's got a problem with that already. Yeah. And that's another thing. When you space out how often, like, I mean, I get that people don't like that Brock Lesnar shows up so little. They can still show up and be involved mm-hmm. in things. But though I tell you what, the one thing you can't take away from when Brock Lesnar is there is that when he's there, it automatically feels bigger. It matters then. And it, yeah. and it did on Monday. Heck yeah, it did on Monday. <laughs> that was a great segment. <laughs> but so that was my, so that's my low light. Dave, we'll t- go to you now for your high and low. All right, for, for me, it's uh, the highlight is uh, it's, it's just what's been going on with the Usos and the New Day. It's it's um, it's it's brought back life back into the New Day and mm-hmm. other champions again. It's it's been great matches and the Usos. I have actually uh, care about now because for a while <laughs> they got very stale, and I'm looking forward to their match at SummerSlam. Yeah, I like them. I like them. And, and, and this is the matches where I get, I can't like clearly predict the winner because I'm thinking, well, if, if the New Day wins. You know, I don't know where they go from there, but are they going to keep these kind of matches? Are they going to do like a two out of three down the road? Are they going to do a steel cage or a hell in a cell, whatever the next pay-per-view is? By the way, to the Usos, have you noticed that they were one of like five people over the last couple of weeks that WWE snuck new music in for? I didn't notice. Yeah, the Usos have new music. Baron Corbin has new music. And his was fine. Yeah, his was fine, but it's it's new. I mean, I still dig it. The new music isn't bad, but... who else had new music? They added a they added the thing. yell in the Seth Rollins thing, which is fine. I always thought the little pause was kind of awkward anyway. Sure. But then I got used to it. But yeah. now there's things there, and it sounds awkward again. <laughs> but um, and then uh, I know there was two other ones. I just can't remember what they were. But uh, oh, Jace, uh, Cat, Big Cass, and Jason Jordan. They've re- they've revamped Cass's music because it always it did, sucks. Yeah, it didn't fit before. I think Carmella. <laughs> no, I think Carmella has the worst still. F A B O U. I get it's at, whatever supposed to be fabulous. obnoxious, but like you can't hear it. Oh no! When it finally when the, it, when she's done saying that, it goes. Yeah, like it it needs a little more instrumentation to yeah, really it, do something. Give me yeah. There's got to be and it's, it'll still be obnoxious. Just make yeah. it louder. Yeah. Because you, uh, yeah, the the bass doesn't. Uh, you don't hear it on TV at all. It right. doesn't mix with the t- her timing on her entrance. No, She's not doing at the all. moonwalk, and there's no, no. like. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't care for it. But I, I, <laughs> I am with you, Dave. I enjoy the Usos more now. And the new day, it was nice to see them last night on SmackDown. Yeah, um, show a little aggression because normally we never get past the making fun of their opponents part of their their act. Yeah, that is another thing that I don't always love. That's one of the things that people hated about Cena was that he never treated things like they mattered. And yeah. so when I liked seeing the Usos, they got the chairs and they were ready to do some damage and the Usos ran away. That's great. Show me that the that the New Day is, is fed up and they're ready to beat them out of these guys. Well, well, and, and I think with their feuds, with when, when their heels last year and they had the turn, they never really had that where, where you felt like, you know, like you said, they're just making fun or whatever. When they yeah. had, you know, the whole the match against Rusev and Sheamus and, and Del Rio, WrestleMania, which was just a complete bomb. Right. Now it's it's like you, you feel that you know it's like that that passion that Kofi had a couple of years ago when he had that feud with Orton where it's like where's this been 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and now it's back. And I don't know if it's just, you know, because these guys maybe, not say he took some time off, but when you lose the belt and you're like, okay, we got to freshen ourselves up. And, and now they have this aggression. It's great. And, and that's, um, this, this to me has been my favorite part of SmackDown in the last couple of weeks. There's really nothing else on there that is uh, other than like, you know, what may happen with Money in the Bank. Um, there's nothing else on there that's really doing it for me. Though. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Kevin Owens is no longer the face. He got rid of it. Yeah. Was well, that just for Canada? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he was in Canada, so yeah, why, yeah. why bother? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we'll find out next next time he's on the ring, I suppose. <laughs> uh, the low for me is, uh, and I know she's hurt, so this isn't fair to pile on, but just um, you talk about Jason Jordan uh, with the crowd reaction, but Bailey has like no momentum like at all. And it's like for what they, you know, we thought we were going to get, she was great to watch in NXT. It's just been a painful few months. Well, yeah, this, this past like month, I've been more into her. I've they, been like, it seemed like they've kind of re, finally revamped and kind of mm-hmm. pushed reset almost. They started to fix it. Yeah. And then this happens. But the she problem on, on Monday was, it which, wasn't great. Was just like, no. oh, no, 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 come back and I'll be all right. Yeah, no. I know. I, she's, yeah, she's not, she's not an amazing promo. She doesn't need to be in the ring for that. No, yeah. I think that could have been a backstage. A, that's thing. a backstage thing where she doesn't maybe hear maybe one of those pre-taped ones which, where they're sitting down uh, facing which, each other, which are always better than live if they have a problem with talking <laughs> at all. Yeah, well, well not but, that, and Bailey's not horrible. I'm not trying to put that out she's there. Bailey's not, bad. But, but but she had the other taped ones because when she got beat by Alexa Bliss, and I was like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, like, and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was because of what they were doing with them, like that whole awkward hug with Corey Graves and everything. That was a disaster. And again, this seemed like a reset from that. It seemed like we were finally, because she was off, I don't remember seeing her for like a week or two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they took her off and then all of a sudden they brought her back and she became a little more focused again. I don't know. I'm I'm with you. It wasn't good. Well, and, and I don't know, like, you know, who, who wins next week to, to face Alexa Bliss. What, what I would kind of like, and they could both be faces in this, but she needs like a friendly rivalry with the, with um, Sasha Banks or just something, just no, no, no heel turns. I just want uh, something where they're trying to like one up each other kind of thing. I, I get what you're you saying, know? but I mean, statistically they always say that that just doesn't work. People don't tune in for, for good guy versus good guy nine times out well, of 10. I, at some point and Sasha can finally be right. the boss thing or whatever. But, but I mean, but, they but, teased this months ago and we never got it. So because cause they tried to paint and this is the thing where I thought I heard Bailey. It's like, well, you didn't win fair and square. Right. And, and it's like, cause you're this goody two shoes kind of thing. I, and it's like, you know, had it been anybody else but her, I, I, you know, it almost signifies like, oh, somebody's going to turn heel or whatever right, else. But, right. I, you know, Bailey's not going to, she's not going to be a heel. I, I almost thought, like, it was so weird because, like I said, I felt better about her recently. And then Canada booed her hard. It was a very I harsh crowd. Listening to the, listening to it, it, it almost seemed like she misinterpreted the boos. I think they were booing that she was injured. Okay, that's possible. And, and she, that's possible. she misread it but and I'm, just, I'm, just. Threw gas on the fire. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Possibility. It's, it, it, it's very possible. It's 100% possible. But I am going to say this. If that's what it was, I kind of get it. Canada, you're dumb. Um, <laughs> react a little better. Like, I mean, we've, we've, we're we in 2017 now. People do the no chance when they don't like something, when they're upset about something. When people say they're not going to be, you know, oh, I've got this injury, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going to have to step away. We always get the no, 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 no. You know what I mean? People, that's how we react now. Don't just boo. Come I, on, we're beyond that they, now. They didn't what her. I mean, I thought I heard a few what's. So, so it wasn't. It was just more of I think, oh, oh what the what chance. <laughs> that's the what chance. It's the lowest thing there but is. But so Bailey suffered a separated shoulder, uh, and that goes back to something that Eric and I were saying the other day. Nia Jax is terrible. She is unsafe, my friends. OSHA yeah. violation. Nia Jax. She is a walking <laughs> governmental. They need to be fined. Here's the thing. Bailey could have taken those two shoulder, those two bumps 
on her back, but she was thrown with such force she didn't have time to. Yeah, it was no and, awkward right. landing. And she, there's no reason for her to be injured the way she is. Right. None. Right. Nia is a rotten wrestler to watch. She is not great. And I just, I don't love it. I don't, I, I don't love her at all. I was genuinely concerned watching her in the triple threat with Mickey and Dana because particularly whenever she did anything with Dana, who is also still relative, still very new. Yeah. It looked it. There were a couple of times I was like, oh, God, like I was genuinely concerned that Dana was going to end up getting hurt. Yeah. And I'm just like you said, walking OSHA violation is what that is. I think that should be her new moniker. <laughs> you know, like we've got, you know, the, the, the walking vi- OSHA violation, the Viper, Randy Orton, <laughs> the walking OSHA violation. Well, that's what makes the match. I mean, sort of interesting next week. In some ways, because you know, is she going to hurt Sasha when they fought oh. before, and, and she crushed Sasha? Uh-huh. Like, and I thought, like, man, she really, like, I mean, looked like she really crushed her in some ways. I thought that you know, Sasha got her. I know she had the back angle, the injury, right, and all right, that, right. but but she, I, you know, I, I don't she know. She ragdolls like she's in a Grand Theft Auto game. It's yeah, crazy. <laughs> she's great at it, but it scares me. She <laughs> really scares me. So you had that injury, and then we had another injury, and this happened at a live show. Uh, it, Scott Dawson from the Revival ruptured his biceps tendon yeah it's going to be l- about three to four months awful. wow yeah they, they said they're getting it looked at they're fairly certain he'll, he's certain he'll need surgery okay. he needs a surgery it's about three to four months recovery time in the survivor series and now bear in mind like they just came back not that long ago mm-hmm. because yeah, the two to the hardies it's gonna they, be great. they debuted after wrestlemania and then on april 14th i got it right here dash wilder fractured his jaw and they missed about two months so then they come back in June. Here it is, just barely the end of July, beginning of August, and they're out again. They're like, is That's... there? And they're going to miss three to four months. They're going to miss SummerSlam. They're going to come back. Like, I mean, with uh, uh, math is not my strong suit. We're August, so they might miss Survivor Series too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there a chance for these guys to like? Uh, it, they're just living the gimmick, man. The revival. They got to be complete. They got to be constantly back. revived. I'm genuinely worried. <laughs> I, I, when, that, when they had the first injury, I thought what was great is that they still were some way on television. They would appear once. Uh, once every, or twice. every once yeah. in a while, so it's like you didn't forget them. So, so maybe once after you know, he have rehab, but maybe if he starts showing up or whatever. But that's not even it for me so much. Like my concern is that. We, like, we've all heard before Vince goes back and forth on caring about things and tag teams are one of those things. Yep. <laughs> and especially undersized tag teams. Yeah. And I could see him very easily being persuaded into thinking that, well, there's no point in investing in these guys. They keep getting hurt and they're already small. You know what I mean? And that concerns me because I love them. Because when they're, <laughs> when they're healthy, they're the best tag team on the planet, hands down. I don't care what anybody says. Right. Well, there when they came in, you know, when they were taking out the new day and stuff, which yeah. was just like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. okay, we gotta take these guys seriously, and, and then the injury, then here we go again. Well, hopefully, no hopefully that works out for them. So sorry, we did hear uh, we've heard rumblings, and there's been an online Twitter war between Becky Lynch and Cyborg, right? Chris Cyborg Justino from the UFC, um, and they're seeming like they're trying to tease some kind of matchup at some point. Mm-hmm. That really, I mean, I'm not sure where that goes because Cyborg. I mean, don't get me wrong, she's still a name. She's probably the second biggest female, you know, MMA fighter to Ronda Rousey. Right. But I don't know that it matters as much with her because Ronda was really the only one people were begging to see. And that could be happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at Fightful.com on their podcast, uh, more of an MMA one. They're saying that she has uh, showed up at, uh, she was at the Mae Young Classic and is being referred to the Brian Kendrick for training. 
See, that's interesting. That could be starting any day now or has already. Okay, that's fantastic. Because, and that would be something that clearly won't take place at SummerSlam. No. But I mean, that's a WrestleMania thing. A year from now, maybe maybe WrestleMania, yeah. I mean, for something, she could do a tag thing at WrestleMania, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, It's one of those things where I get concerned because does she matter anymore? Because she fell so hard from grace. Yeah. After after those two back to back losses. Loss. And then on top of that, like, dude, right now you know what she's doing? She's on Battle of the Network TV stars. That's brutal. Whew. That's I know. Brutal. That's what I said. I was like I, I remember seeing the commercial for it and there she was, and I was yeah. like, Holy God, she was like the hottest thing. And I mean I'm not talking about her in a physical aspect, I'm not objectifying yes, she her. Yes, she Stop is. it. Um, totally is. Objectify you, mm-hmm. sexy. But the point is, she was like the hottest thing in the world at one point. Like, I mean, nobody was even close to her. Everyone, everybody wanted Ronda Rousey for whatever they were doing. And then all of a sudden, she's on Battle of the Network TV stars with Eric Estrada. Like, what? At least you saw an episode where you yeah. recognized someone. <laughs> I, di- I didn't watch it. Okay. I, I just saw the commercial. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what? And and I, it can work because they can. she can get the Ken Shamrock treatment. Right. And, you know, in this in this world, yeah. she's fine. She, yeah. That, that yeah. can still. I guess it's all on how she's portrayed. But they'll have to address those losses. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. They're coming up. The well, crowd's never going to let it slide. I, I, mean, I mean, Brock lost. I, and they don't treat him like he lost matches. But, no. but that's a little different. Brock went from being a monster in the WWE to going to the UFC and yes he lost but then he also won and became champion and then he came back to the WWE and so it's like he was already big in the WWE so people were fine just to go and see him win once was a big deal to them because it was like yeah it validates pro wrestling yeah. <laughs> and then but this is the opposite this is her in, in in MMA and she was undefeated and then once she loses she decides now it's time to do pro wrestling yeah, it's it's going to be tough for her mentally, I think, yeah. because I mean, obviously, if 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 the word the word that was getting out about how she was just so despondent about a loss, like how do you not lose at anything coming up? Because that's what that sounded like. No, yeah. dude, she was a, unstoppable. That sounded like she has never lost a thing. Well, she I know she she lost a, a judo thing because she came in like she got a silver in the Olympics, I think, a bronze or a silver. A but loser. I mean, it's the Olympics for Christ's yeah, sake, yeah. you know, You're right. facing the best, um, of the best. Yeah. So, but it's in MMA to that point, she was. Undefeated, yeah. she had never lost a man, a fight, and a lot of you know short uh, submissions. Or oh, dude, she was and, killing people. Yeah. So, so I get it. The ego gets built up to here, and you start believing your own hype. Hurts. Her coach was the worst. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that, and that holy home match or whatever her name was. Oh, yeah, he was. He, just, oh, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> um, and I knew she was going to get stomped if she stayed with him. But hey, that's neither here nor there. That's a podcast for another time, which maybe something coming up. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> In any event. I mean, are we going around the room? Gate one to ten interest level in Ronda Rousey in the WWE. But I'd say about a seven to eight level. Okay, you know, I'm not like yeah, but I'm not. I wouldn't like you know. It's, it's not a Jinder Mahal or Randy Orton thing, so I will watch right. this more. Yeah. Okay, right. and give it a seven. They can give her a Goldberg like streak. Yeah, and and really reestablish her as, yeah. as as a dominant person, or you know, make make it be her versus Asuka for her streak or yeah. something. I don't know. Um, it. it it can work. That's actually not a bad idea. We've seen that. Like, does she go straight to NXT or does she go straight to the main roster? I'd kind of dig the NXT thing with Asuka. That'd be kind of good. Because you like figure that. she's probably going to be super stiff at first. Like, like there's oh, stories yeah. about yeah. Shamrock and Vader. I don't know that it's ever going to change is the <laughs> no. thing. Um, I'm with you. I'm at about a seven. I feel like that's a fair assessment for where things are at the moment. In fact, it might even be a little generous. Sure. You know, but we'll see what happens. It could all work out just fine. So. I think uh, with any luck, we'll see Ronda, and that'll be to me. It's still automatically more exciting than Cyborg. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like that—that's just a scary lady. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be scared. 
Uh, well, I guess that uh, that about does it. We hit our obligated time, so yep, we're all good. All right. <laughs> Minimum champions! Stretch, stretch, stretch. Uh, next week, we will be previewing SummerSlam, yes? Yeah. Is that the yeah. right yeah. show? And I think we're actually going to have uh, Rock Roll Kimmy on with us. Okay. Oh. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun stuff. So yeah, that'll be next week. So check that out. And again, we gave you all the stuff at the beginning of the show. So continue to eat and sleep, and we will do the podcasting, and then we will repeat, and you will repeat those as the listeners, right? Right. Right. right.